What it do, party peeps? Long time no talk. Uh, It's obviously been a couple of months since I've hit y'all with a new episode. Honestly, the last couple of months have been a complete blur. They were... They went by both super duper fast and excruciatingly slow, so I definitely fell out of my routine. But just like the title says, Happy New Year's! Let's try this again. January was the trial run. Um, It didn't count, so now it's for realsies. Time to lock in, guys. Um, So for this episode, I wanted to talk about really making this year count. Um, When you experience something like infidelity or anything that really feels like the rug has just been ripped out from beneath you, it can really be hard to find your footing and grasp that sense of self again. So I just wanted to talk about that for a bit, um, what that looked like for me during the early stages of my journey and what that continues to look like for now. Um, I also want to talk about what kind of stuff we can incorporate now at the time. Um, I'm recording this on February 1st and for a lot of people... Uh, This being the for real start of the new year, Um, you know, some of us may have already fell off our resolutions or didn't even really set any to begin with. So let's use this opportunity and this community to hit the reset button, y'all. And let's really get to it. First things first, let's talk resolutions. I know a bunch of people are haters about resolutions and the new year, new me mentality, but I personally don't see anything wrong with it. Yes, you should consistently be setting goals for yourself, not only on New Year's, but the energy around the beginning of the year is a great diving board to use in your favor. So do you, boo-boo. Don't let the haters talk. Um, Goals in general are always hard to stick to, and the problem with resolutions is that sometimes they are set too big. And I think that's why people kind of give up so fast or fall off so fast. So let's break it down. Um, I was listening to the Jay Shetty podcast with Cynthia Erivo, I think is how you say her name. She's an amazing actress and performer and singer. She's done a whole bunch of like super successful stuff. But um, when she was talking about how she built up her stamina for running, she runs like, I think like seven or eight miles a day and then 13 to 16 miles on the weekend like a freaking beast. Um, One thing she said was, when I'm climbing up a mountain, I don't look at the top. I just look for where I'm going to place my next step. And that was so powerful to me. I'm sure we've heard, you know, different variations of this kind of idea. But um, let's say, for example, if one of your goals was to lose 30 pounds or read 10 books this year or start that business finally, don't picture the end goal right away because that mountain may seem like way too high to climb or to achieve. Just look at where you're going to place your next step. You know, that might be, you know, just starting to walk 10, 15 minutes a day or something along those lines. Um, my, one of my goals this year is to get back into running. Um, definitely fell off these last couple of months, um, but I do definitely want to do uh, more 5Ks this year than I did last year. Last year, I think I did four. Um, so that's my goal. My first step is literally just getting dressed for the run. Um, If that's all that I can accomplish today, then that's a freaking win in my book because just getting out of jammies and lazy clothes is hard enough. But tomorrow uh, I might get dressed and then I might actually make it to the front door. And then the next day I might actually make it down the street, you know. But the point is to break it down into smaller obtainable goals. Um, Once you start accomplishing these smaller, easier to reach goals, that's how you start to build that confidence to be able to complete bigger tasks and, you know, kind of stick to your word to yourself. 
you can train your brain to work in your favor and to believe that you are capable of completing these bigger goals or these smaller goals. And that's really the first and sometimes the hardest step. Um, a good friend of mine actually had to give me a little pep talk the other week because, like I said, I've been a little bit of a rut, to be honest. But he said a huge tip he started using was to change the wording in your head uh, around things you want to accomplish. Instead of saying, I need to do this or I have to get this done, start telling yourself, I'm going to do this. And this immediately puts your brain into a perspective of planning and actually executing these tasks. So I'm going to the gym today. I'm going to walk today. I'm going to do the laundry. I'm going to record this freaking episode today. You know what I mean? You get me. Um, the second point I want to invite you to do this year is honing in and finding that sense of self again. I feel like a lot of the times we get kind of caught up in routine and just daily things that we aren't really focusing on what it means to be you Um, When my ex and I officially split, I felt totally lost. I didn't know where to start or what my life would look like next or even what I wanted to do with myself next. I felt like I had been part of this duo for so long. I didn't even know who Cassie as an individual was anymore. What does Cassie like to do? Where does Cassie like to go eat when I'm not thinking about someone else's order? Uh, What do I want to do with my free time or how do I want to present myself to the world or to people that I meet? So last year, I did make a plan to just start trying any new thing I could come across so I could shake up my routine and just figure out what I liked now because it might not be the same stuff that I liked last time I was solo dolo years ago, you know? I unfortunately did not stick to that as much as I would have liked to, but I am going to do better this year. So my next piece of advice would be to do all the things. My absolute favorite thing I tried last year was a woman empowerment heels dance workshop with my girl Liv over at Desert Eagle Productions. You guys can find her on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Now I have no dance training experience or performing experience um, besides like talent shows in elementary and the Black Pearl or the Garden in my early 20s. But I signed up for this class and oh my God, it was such a freaking blast. I challenged myself to get out of my comfort zone, go to this class, throw on some heels, learn some choreography and get in front of a freaking camera and dance and record this routine. And guys, the confidence I gained and fun I had was amazing. If you haven't seen my video, it's on my TikTok. And when I tell you that I felt like that bitch again, that's an understatement for reals. Like she actually has a Valentine's one coming up, guys, and I highly encourage you to go check it out. You won't regret it. Um, But besides that class, um, last year was when I started running, which is still a love and hate relationship. But I started reading again. I started writing. I started going to live music events, which I discovered I love Um, and any kind of music, any kind of music. I just love being in the presence of that vibe. Um, I tried out some new coffee shops. I'm not even a huge coffee person, but I'm learning. Um, I went to random events downtown that I found on Facebook, just like random gatherings. And I would just show up and walk around and see what's up. I went to a museum alone. I tried kickboxing, um, weightlifting. I also tried being like a DIYer for home improvement stuff. That didn't go well, but... The point is, I tried a bunch of new things to try to find stuff that sparked my interest again. And um, my biggest piece of advice around that is to do as many things alone as you can because you can be more honest with yourself. 
when you do things with other people, you then have to add the filter of having to, I guess, like entertain or show up in a certain way to adapt to another person's presence. But by doing things alone, you get to be more present with yourself and learn to enjoy your own company and your own feelings around the activity. Um, FitFam and all like the El Paso to do pages are always posting things to do around El Paso. So go out and try them as many of these things as you can. Even if it's something you don't think you might enjoy, push yourself and out of your comfort zone. Um, even if you can't do them alone, I did drag my kids along with some of these and even that was a learning experience, but you know, try them, um, in all, it'll help you find who you are and what are things that bring you wholeness and feed your soul so that you can show up as your best self in this world. Um, there's this philosophy of the three-legged table, which is now going to be like my guiding force for this year. So stick with me here. If you can visualize a three-legged table, you can see that it must be intact. It has to have all three legs to stand sturdy. If one leg is off, then the whole table falls down. So the three legs for yourself that I'm going to try to focus on at least are mind, body, and soul. Um, find things that you enjoy that nurture each of these so that you can be one solid, sturdy-ass table and be able to handle the heavy shit that life throws at you. Um, for your mind, find books or podcasts that challenge your thoughts and encourage you to mentally grow. For your body, find movement in your days to keep your body active and healthy. When you're doing or eating things, uh, start asking yourself, like, am I loving my body the way I should be by doing this? And for your soul, find things that bring you peace and happiness and enrichment. And, you know, that may be connecting with your faith again or a little more if you're into, you know, the baby Jesus stuff or whatever sense of higher being you believe in. Or it can be meditation or just reigniting a passion you used to have. Um, with this three-legged uh, analogy and stuff, um, three-legged table, three-legged table, you nasties, um, but remember, you can't put all three legs on at once. So if you're limited on time or availability, take the time to balance how you nurture each of these, but give them all the same level of intention and attention and effort to create that solid foundation so that you can flourish from there. Um, now, the last thing I kind of wanted to touch base on is something I'm new to working on. Like I've mentioned you know, a thousand times before, I'm a work in progress, healing, not healed. Um, not that anyone is ever fully healed. I think it's just kind of like an ongoing process, but you know, that's kind of the point. Um, but this is learning and challenging your self-limiting beliefs. So since childhood, our brain begins to soak up these tiny seedlings of things learned through repeated experiences that our brain starts to believe as true. And these can start to shape the way we act and feel and see the world. And a lot of the time, they are complete bullshit. <laughs> Things like, you know, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm too shy. I'm too loud. I can't trust people. The world is a bad place. I have bad luck. You know, stuff like that. They're not always negative, but these are some of the ones that can definitely hinder your progression. Um, so start trying to recognize some of these things you tell yourself and reframe them. What facts do you have that actually support any of these things? And what do you have the power to change about those? So for example, um, I've told myself for the longest time, I can't cook. 
when I think about that fact, you know, the fact is, yeah, you're right. I can't cook. <laughs> no, just kidding. But the fact is that some of the stuff I try to make doesn't come out the way it should. Um, but when I analyze that, I can see that it's not in my ability to be of being able to cook. It's just that I've never prioritized improving that skill. You know, it's not necessarily a, a habit I find passion in or want to take up a whole lot of time doing because I am, you know, kind of crunched on time all the time. Um, but I am more than capable of looking up recipes, following instructions, and if it doesn't come out right, then I have the ability to adjust and learn and try again. So another big, <laughs> deep self-limiting belief I have that hits me right in the gut, um, is I am not worthy of being unconditionally loved. And if you are in a situation like mine with, you know, like infidelity or just, you know, past failed relationships, whatever the fact may be, you might have that same thing. Um, I have had repeated experiences that have installed this belief that I'm just not the kind of person who gets to experience the kind of love that I want. So in the past, I have settled for things that just kind of felt like, well, okay, well, you know, this is good enough. Um, not just in relationships either, not like romantic relationships, but in my career and in my friendships as well. So I'm working on this, but I can say that one thing that has really helped me start reframing this is doing all those solo things and working on this three-legged table crap, you know, by enhancing that confidence in myself, learning my strengths, my weaknesses, my likes and dislikes, and learning the value that I bring to this world is starting to show me that I do have stuff to offer and I have plenty of things that deserve to be loved and admired the way that I feel fit. And in turn, that helps me filter out situations that don't meet my expectations anymore, that don't serve me the way that I want them to anymore. Um, again, work in progress. I have yet to find a career that I feel really values me or my skills or what I can offer. Um, and I have yet to find a person who is obsessed with me the way that I want. But I know I have plenty of time. I'm in no rush. And the more that I hone in on recognizing and enhancing my value, I can, first of all, learn to love myself unconditionally. Um, and in time, that will bring in the right people and the experiences in my path that will do the same. If you guys kind of want to dig deeper into this book or into this idea, um, I'm reading this book right now and it's actually called The Four Agreements and it talks about agreements you can make with yourself to start breaking out uh, some of these mindsets that may be holding you back on some of the stuff that you want to accomplish or, you know, reach out to me and I can share some videos or material I've been using as well. Or if you have any books that you want to recommend, um, I'm totally open to that as well. Um, there's another one that's called Unfuck Your Brain, and that one's super cool too. It's a little bit more casual, a little bit of an easier read, um, but there's plenty of materials out there to help you start recognizing what some of these self-limiting beliefs are um, and how to you know, work around them and work on them so you can, again, become the best version of yourself to be able to present to the world. But um, those are just three quick little points just to kind of get me back in the game. With all of that being said, um, I just wanted to say let's come together and make a plan to really make this year count. You know, challenge yourself to improve this year, even if it's just slightly, slightly more than last year. But I mean, why stop there? Why stop at slightly when you are more than capable of doing more? 
do all the things try new stuff learn yourself love yourself again help your future self be proud of you by setting those small little footstep goals and completing them and if you feel like january was a long tough year like i did then let's start february with uh you know control alt delete of the last month and let's move with intention and that boss ass energy to make the most of the other 11 months we have left guys Thanks for listening to this episode, guys. Sorry to keep y'all waiting. I've had a couple of you guys reach out. Um, Like I said, your girl was in a bit of a funk. I don't know about you guys, but I saw a post that said, this year's seasonal depression came extra seasoned. And I felt that like deep in my heart and soul and my nalga. I had some realigning I needed to do. And you know, that's okay. That happens. You know, the healing and stuff is not linear. Um, But what's important is to focus. And now I'm back. Um, I do have some new goals for this podcast. I do want to start bringing in guests who are also on this healing reinventing journey. So if you are interested in chatting and sharing your story, then please reach out to me. Uh, My Instagram is tying the knot underscore podcast. Not is spelled N-O-T. I also want to start adding a video component to my episodes so y'all can see me talking to you and we can build more of a personal connection because I do want this to be an inviting community where it's not just me kind of talking, you know, I want us all to be able to collaborate and help each other through this journey. So if any of you guys can help me with that, please let me know. Um, I'm excited to be sharing with you guys again, though, and I miss everyone reaching out and telling me their stories and their perspectives and giving me the feedback. So please continue to do so. Like and follow on Spotify. Um, Share to your socials and tag me, please. Or if any of this resonated with you, if you're going to try any of these things, um, let me know. If you find anything fun on Facebook or any of the new events, go try them and then let me know what you thought about it after. Um, I want to be able to reach the people who need to hear my message. You know, I have, I feel like I have a unique perspective and experiences that, um, will resonate with a certain crowd and I can only do so and connect with them by your continued support. So until next time we talk party peeps. Bye.